Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Come on, side, side, Come on, son. It's Come On, Son, the podcast. How's everybody doing today? Y'all know me. I'm Ed Lovett. Guess what? I got a special guest joining me today. I got my my super producer who decided to get on the mic. Kristen's hey. in the building with me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I want to I have you come on more often and, and just talk, man, because there's something that's really, really bugging the crap out of us today. Okay. And um, what that is, is 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 the death of this kid, Juice World at 21 years old. Wow. Now I'm not I'm not even going to get on here in front and act like I'm the biggest Juice World fan. I probably heard Lucid Dreams. Mm-hmm. Probably the only Juice World record I ever paid attention to. Um from what I understand he dropped an album with Future. Mhm. Um from what I understand there's a lot of kids that are really big fans of Juice World and that's fine. And it would be wrong for me to sit here and say that I'm like the biggest Juice World fan. Like on Instagram and stuff, Krista, I ain't post no pictures of me and Juice World because I don't have any. Right. Like, it, it, it would be wrong to lie about it. You know what I mean? Correct. And, and, but what bothers me is this culture of drug taking. Like, my culture was the drug dealer. This culture is the drug taker. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get why that's cool to be a druggie. I don't get it. What's going on? I mean, I don't want to blame Future. I don't want to blame Young Thug. I don't want to blame they Migos, it. but they, they made it cool. It. Hey, listen, I'm an OG, and what I'm going to say right now has nothing to do with whether or not I like the person personally Correct. or I like their music. I've called my own people to task for things back in the days. I called Gotti and Ja and them on the carpet for naming their companies Murder, Inc. and yeah. Death Row. Not Death. Because it's so influential. Death Jam was D-E-F. D-E-A-T-H is Death right. Row. I called them for Murder, Inc. after one of their boys got killed in the park mm-hmm. around my way. You can't keep putting murder and death into in the atmosphere and not expect it to come back. I have to say, if you an OG and you making money and you out there and you introducing the next generation of artists to Lean and Percocet yes, and Molly, that's and I a mean problem, not just Ed. not just through your music, but you are actually teaching these kids how to how to make Lean. That's a problem. 
That is that is a problem. If what they're saying is true, if, and I'm not 100% on this, but if what they're saying is he learned how to drink lean from personally from Future, that's a problem. That's a problem. And that has nothing to do with how I feel about Future or his music right. or anything like that. You know, that's not the only issue that I may have with Future. You need to stop running around having all these damn kids. <laughs> it's another one. Yeah. And then any female that knows Future got all of them kids and you have a kid with them, with him, you nasty too. Mm-hmm. Because Future ain't wearing no condoms. So how many women is he running up a in lot. besides you? So you a risking lot. everything so you can say you got bait. Well, we can get on that another time. But what is it with this drug-taking culture, mm-hmm. comparatively speaking to the guys that said, look at me, I made it. Look at Big. Big said it was all a dream. Yeah. Right? I used to do this. I used to do that. Jay said, I did this so that y'all don't have to do it. This is what I used to do. I used to be a hustler. I used to. Now it's not what I used to. It's what I'm doing now. I'm fucked up. I'm high. I'm on perks. Right. I'm on Molly. Right. I drink syrup. You first of all, anybody with any kind of brain know you can't put all that in your system at the same time. Look at how many seizures Lil Wayne had. Look at how many seizures Rick Ross had off of that. Pimp C died. DJ Screw. DJ Screw before you died. Amy Winehouse died. There's a long list of people that you can say. So I guess really, really like kind of putting thought and effort into it. With the entertainment industry, obviously you have significantly more access to things than like the average person, right? Like you're going out, you're in VIP, you're in a section. But I feel like there's always this constant level of highness that these kids consistently want to reach. Like, okay, you go to the club, you pop a bottle. All right, I'm drunk. Cool. Well, what's next? You smoke the most hydrochronic weed out in L.A. Okay, that's cool. Did that. What's next? Do a couple lines of cocaine. Mm, all right, that's cool. What's next? Then you got the Molly. Then you got the Perk 30s. And you got the Xanax. And you got the Lortabs. Like, I think there's this constant reaching that the youth but feels the that it's invincible. The they think they're invincible. And the music. influencing the music? Both. What's I think the it's... big record, the big record that... Uh... That uh, what you call it? Future. No, 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 no. Drake had a record with talking about Zanny's on a plane. Something it was. Oh, just oh, uh, on sicko mode where right. he said, just took a. What did he say? What did he say in sicko mode? I'm out like a light. Right. Like a light. Just he took something to be right. out, knocked out on the right. Plane. Him and Travis Scott. Right. Yeah. But that's an influential record. That's true. the record is just as much influential, and I don't think they realize how they influencing these kids. By making this music. When you keep repeating something in your head over and over I mean, and over. Everybody and you're think it's cool. does it though. Everybody. Rocky. It's the same thing as when and look what happened to him. It's the same and thing as, Yams, as when, yeah. when ASAP Yams died from drinking that crap. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when Snoop said walking down the street smoking Indo, sipping on gin and juice. Seagram's gin went through the fucking yeah, roof. Literally. Sales. Literally, y'all, when I was a rep. For Martel Cognac, we went to Cognac, France to take classes. They literally showed us a pie chart on the increase in sales of Hennessy by how much rappers were saying Hennessy mm-hmm. in their song. What you say has influence. On people, absolutely. I do not disagree. 
But it's Every- but these my it's you, we live in a culture now where you can't even post a video online more than seven seconds without losing your attention, right? So when you're rapping about this stuff over and over and over again, these kids are literally internalizing it. It's right. like in my mind, embedded like. I have a short attention span. What am I paying attention to next? So we have not, we, we, like you said, back in the day, you had balance. You had Tribe. You had Lauryn Hill. You had conscious rappers. But right. then on the other side, you had people like Snoop Dogg and Too Short rapping about sex and drugs and money and, and Two Live Crew. But now it's like the closest rapper that we have that's conscious is J. Cole or, or Kendrick. And Rhapsody. that's like as and Rhapsody. Rhapsody. But I'm talking about mainstream. I love Rhapsody, but she's very slept on. Right. And she's not a mainstream rapper. She deserves to be mainstream. She's amazing. I love her. But she's not a Cardi. She's not a Nicki. She's not even a, a Saweetie. Or she's not these these people that Megan the Stallion. Push. She's City not a Megan the Stallion. Oh my God, that's a whole other podcast that we have to talk about. But what I'm saying is we don't have balance and our children are listening to this music and internalizing it. And, and a lot of people don't understand that this is the entertainment business, that these people are being paid to entertain you. So what it's not real life. What responsibility goes on the artist? Everything, all of it. We we have to, and, and thank you for bringing this up. Because Mac Miller died of a damn overdose. Ju- just yesterday. Where died from? A drug overdose. Drug overdose. It's, it's, it's on us, but life. okay. Joyner Lucas just tweeted today, Ed, just posted today that we're literally killing our youth continuously rapping about the drug culture and the opioid crisis. Right. And opioids are literally killing not just teens and kids, but everybody. It's yeah. killing everybody, and we're rapping about it. And I'm just concerned because I think it's on you. I'm pointing at you because you're a legend in the industry. It's on you. It's on people who have unsurpassable amounts of access to who are now looking musicians that look up to you like when Migos was with us in the studio the other day right. oh my god and lover like it's on you to reach out to people like Migos it's on Jay-Z to reach out to people like Future it's on you guys to hold them accountable for the things that they're well, saying that's killing people 143 Jam now, Chicago's number problem, one for throwbacks coming up this hour is Ratchet Alexa this is I, I have a question for Alexa there, because I be out I see people with their kids falling out in the stores people kids is jumping off of things in the park mother is yelling down the hallway now, to try to get the kid to walk mind. with him and the kid is all and that's the way an why do these people look at it this is what my truth was and i put it out there and everybody started following if i pull back and get clean now it's going to affect me as an artist that's not fair to say because no one's done it who's done it who's done that that has not succeeded as an artist from quitting smoking drinking and saving your life right Who, who's who's done that but they don't put they're not going to put that out on a record they may do it they make it clean, like Ross got clean after his couple of scares off, off the lean. He had them seizures. He got clean and yeah. stopped drinking Wayne lean. Wayne doesn't rap about him not does, drinking lean anymore. Right. Wayne is not going to rap about, I don't drink lean anymore. But mm. when he was drinking lean, he was in the videos with the two cups or the three cups all the time, symbolizing the fact that this is lean in his cup right now. Now that he's not doing it no more, he's just going to rap about something else, but he's not going to wave a flag on a PSA on a record and say, hey, kids, don't drink lean, because this is what can happen to you. It's on y'all. It's on. It's on the industry. I know it ain't on my generation because they definitely no, not, not on your generation. But I think that you all's generation has some level of influence to talk to the generation after you guys. And we say, do. Look. We had an influence because we're the ones that brought the drug culture to the Facts. forefront. 
We were the drug dealers, and now they're the now. On the contrary, what happens when you keep dealing drugs? Somebody got to take the drug. Yeah, somebody's got. So now this generation is the. I am telling you that I take the drugs. Uh Now it's no shame in being a junkie. Uh The hustler was the man. Now the junkie is coming up. So now it's look at me. And that's scary because you don't even look at it like that. I don't think. Wayne is a junkie. I don't think Future's a junkie, but guess what? Because they're not nodding. They're junkies, though. They're junkies. They're not, they're not Billy Holiday. They're junkies. They're not Billy. They're not shooting her on into their bloodstream. And it's nod, opioids. Nod, it's opioids, but, can but I say it's this? still a drug. You're still a junkie. Let me think about it on another perspective. So, yes, it is on musicians and people with influences to talk about how fucked up this is, right? But when you think about opioids, and have you just to be just to be completely transparent, have you ever taken an opioid Not before? Not at all in my life, unless unless it's prescribed. Like prescribed you broke, opioids. so I broke my thumb when I was playing softball, right. and I got prescribed a specific type of opioid, and I had a hard time really weaning myself off of it. It is very very addictive. So when you have these kids out here taking multiple at a time, now it's an addiction. Now right. it's a problem and music is a reflection of what you're going through day to day on a day to day basis, it's right? It's supposed to be, but I really think it is for some of the artists. I don't think it is for all of the artists. I think it's just like anything else. What's the name what, of the kid what, who just died? What's his name? Uh, Juice, Juice World. World. He rapped about that, though. He rapped about his addictions and his problems and seeing shadows in his room and not being able to go to sleep at night because he's terrified of not waking up. I don't up. know how much he's of that rapping is true, about his but life. How much of that is is what we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out as 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 people come out as his as his God protect his parents and give them some comfort too. Mm-hmm. As his parents come out, you're going to hear the real deal. Mm-hmm. This is this is what the problem is: is that everybody surrounds themselves with that person when they become a success, but and then, they egg them on, yeah, and then you find out the real deal. Like after Biggie got killed, none of them all came out and was telling us the real. Biggie wasn't really that big yeah. of a drug dealer. He used to it's sell a little bit of drugs. Entertainment business. It's right. to entertain But Biggie people. was talking about what you think all the guns is for, the all-purpose for, it's got the rock wildest because by the door. Because it's the entertainment business. Right. Mind, but, the theater of the mind. Exactly. But these kids don't know they that don't it's theater it. of the mind. They think this is really the way they live in. Why would you want to throw that off? Here's the thing that struck me the most about Juice World passing away. You got off of a private jet. How many kids can say that they were taking a private jet they from can't. one place to, to their own 21st birthday party? <laughs> it looks cool, man. They can't. Nobody can say that. that That's a 1% of the world. Why would you do that? It's not a smart move to well, make. We don't know because... He had the drugs on him, and now there's reports saying that the reason why he even took all those pills in the first place was so he wouldn't get in trouble for that having them on smart. him. I know. And he killed him, y'all. My man's is dead right now because right. he didn't want to catch a charge, even though he would have caught a charge you anyway. You catch a charge anyway for with the, the weed and the guns. Yeah, it would have happened. But if that's true, again, this is all alleged. All They're still investigating. All it is heartbreaking knowing that his family is never going to see him again, all because he. it was an instant reaction. Like, right. oh, shit, right. let me take it. If know, that's and, true. And you know what's the sad part of this? You're going to be brought up once or twice or three times, but there's another rapper to take your place. It's, it, same thing with Lil on. Peep. Same thing with same Mac Same thing Miller. with Mac. Same it's thing. so Every heartbreaking. Every time it comes around, that anniversary come around, somebody's going to mention you on social media, but they're going to 
go out and enjoy the music of somebody else. That's not it's right. It's not going to stop it's because sickening. you're not here. So you got to take your life like, you know what? This is this is a precious, precious he's jewel a young, that I have. Ed, I'm telling you, Rick Ross said it clearly. Live fast, die young, bro. Like, these kids are out here living like I am invincible. Like, I'm okay. out here getting this money. I'm 21. All I don't right. give a fuck if I make it to 40. I'm living right, right well, now. Guess what? God got a way of showing you. I know. That if live you put fast, it out die, there. Love, don't, die young don't work for you. Who's here to... And, and when we're talking about the drug culture and... And the drug taking culture, you got to talk about the violence that's out there. Yeah. Because XXX got killed because he was famous. Yeah. Nipsey got killed because he was famous. Who's going to be there to take care of your kids? Do anybody think about that? Who's going to be there to be a father to your kids while you live fast, die young? What about the child you just had? Who's going to be there to do that? Who's going to who's going to well, And Nipsey's they probably weren't now? even planning to have kids anyway. No offense, but like they're probably just out there. Well, God help them if doing they did, whatever they want to do, but I do want to bring up fuck out anyway. You you asked a question earlier. It's it's a double-edged sword. I can't just say it's music because musicians put out music as a reflection of their day-to-day lives. Sometimes. But sometimes. sometimes. That's the goal. That's the way. Right? So that's how it's supposed the, to be. They go with the way it's supposed to be. Right. Your life on paper, but it's a, but a lot of these cats is going with the wave, right? Whatever people What's cool? Talk about whatever but I, for those who are rapping about their day to day, right? President Donald Trump literally just hosted a forum not even three weeks ago talking about how they can counteract and and eliminate this op- opioid crisis. There is literally a crisis of opioids in America. Not, I mean, it's, people are dying. It's almost like drowning out heart disease. It's that bad. Can can I say this and and just be 100% transparent because I have a problem with this. Yeah. Why is the opioid crisis a crisis, but the crack wasn't a crisis? It wasn't considered a a medical crisis because crack was our shit, black people shit. The opioids is a lot of white kids out here. I don't know, I wasn't there. I can only account for what I see day to day. Out of fifty, crack didn't become a problem until white kids started coming. I know, to the Ed, but I'm just speaking from what I've seen. Out of fifty people that walked across the stage with me in high school, fifteen of them are not alive today because of the opioid crisis back at home. Wow. So I can't account for the crack epidemic because I didn't see it. But what I do see, I'm just talking about the difference in the way they're handling. Both on the pre- yeah. So yeah. wasn't there like a didn't Ronald Reagan try to do something about the Nancy Reagan with that say no to drugs? Yeah, you wasn't know what that the answer was the answer was not to help the addict. It was the to, to, to jail the put the jail the people the that were participating in them. Give them more time than somebody with a bag of powder, which didn't make sense to me because the powder is what you you know you can go in a in Kentucky right now. You can go into CVS, go into Rite Aid, go into Walgreens and get the uh, shot. Over the counter, you can get the shot for if you overdose on an opioid. Narcan, it's called Narcan. Okay. You can go to the store and get Narcan in the event that you overdose on an opioid. As in, like that's the solution to opioid addiction. Okay, well you're gonna do it anyway, so let me go ahead and provide you this drug. Heroin problem too. That heroin, bro, it's scary. And they're cutting that heroin with fentanyl. So how on earth can we get upset? at rappers rapping about drug culture when there actually is a drug crisis going on right now during their generation. There's you know a problem you know with why? it. Because you're influencing the next generation. Fuck you. Yeah. 
Fuck what your about fucking your kids, generation. Bro. Yeah. What about that next generation? That's why. Were y'all thinking about that though? When Absolutely. Y'all were putting out music? I'm sitting here. Yeah. Facts. I'm sitting here. I bust my gun like everybody else busts their gun, but I'm sitting right here right now because I was thinking about my kids, mm-hmm. because I was thinking about the next generation. The same way I stood right there in front of Pac and told him, yo, bro, if you don't cut this shit out, somebody going to shoot you. Mm-hmm. It's not a game. You play, you are artists. You're not a gangbanger. This shit, the game that y'all are playing right now is real. These, these people out here play for keeps. That opioids, they play for keeps. All these drugs. You and it's big the, business. Let's, you know oh, let's not even talk about how not, much money they make. I'm not just saying this to blow my own horn. Mm-hmm. I hear this all the time when I'm out. And you look great. I've gained weight, but mm-hmm. on the majority of the scale from people that are health wise, Ed, you look great. How do you do that? MC Light looks fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. How? No hard drugs ever. Ever. And I was around it. When mm-hmm. the when the cocaine was coming through, when niggas was bagging up crack and making a you whole shitload of money and then smoking. Nah. But some people aren't as strong minded, Ed. Some people don't I have wanted to live. Some I people don't have a mother and father encouraging them to live. Some people again, our generation's coming up fatherless, right? These people, a lot of people don't have that strong male influence in their home to let them know the difference between right and wrong and wanting to live and, and to build a family and to place your values on family. You experiment, but Family is one part of it, but mm-hmm. just common sense and being smart is another part. Shed. You experiment. I've seen my friend smoke angel dust. My best friend that I live next door to was one of my best friends. Smoke angel dust and never get back, back to his to right mind. Normal. And he died in a homeless shelter. But he choked on change that he was. That trying see to keep that in his guy. Mouth. See him. If he would have had enough, warning. if he would have had enough, a little bit of common sense to be a motivational speaker and influence and go around right. and tell people around the world, this is what happened to me when I was doing hard drugs. Look at me. I was homeless. I don't have any teeth. My bladder's gone. I'm on dialysis every day. Like these are the people that we need to step up and go around the country for, and for, talk for about people, this for our future. For people that's in their early teens. Yeah. 15, 16, and 17. They need somebody 18, 19. Absolutely. That's been through it. That's and... been through it. They don't want to hear it from me. And I'm and I'm cool with that because I didn't want to hear it from other people. When we got taken through the whole drug program, it was somebody that was around our age. That I'm not came saying in and told you what was going on. yourself. I'm saying you have the power and influence to tell the people who these kids look up to. Again, like I bring up that time when Migos and them were in the right. studio and they dropped, or Ray Shrimmerd, when Ray Shrimmerd saw you at that party right. and Sway Lee was like, oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, Ed Lover just walked in the building. Those people influence these kids who are out here popping Molly and doing pills and shit like that. You have the power to pull up on Sway Lee and say, listen, I want to host a forum and talk to kids about the opioid crisis and I how drug culture and rap. And I want you to be on my page. I want you to host it for me. I want you to delegate I the think, task. I, think, I want you I think, to do this I and think that. Uh, Diddy is doing a great job with the re- with the Revolt Conference. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that they tackled was the opioid crisis and, yes. and, and mental health. And, and it, it, there's a lot of things going on that you don't need to add opioids to the equation. That's just another of, it's problem. A, it's a major problem. It's just another problem. Just a it's whole a other problem, and it's heartbreaking. Problem. And these kids, man, they just, 
they don't they don't they don't get it. You know? They, yeah. they just don't get it. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because we're gonna lose another one. It's always gonna and you know what? It's a shame that we get into the point now, Krista, where I'm sitting back going, who's gonna be the next rapper? Who's next? Absolutely. And it's scary. And what's gonna happen to him? Was it like that? And not, I don't like saying in your prime because I personally feel like you're in your prime right now. Was it like that while you were at Yo? Like, did no. you have, like, did you always have that expe- no, expectation? No, uh, things came. There was a young lady that was, I, I believe she's the first female rapper signed to Motown. And her name was MC Trouble. Mm-hmm. And Trouble died. It was a hell of a shock. It was something medical that she died from. It was a huge shock. Throughout the industry, where Left Eye died, yeah, that was a huge. I remember shock. that when Aaliyah, but it wasn't. Crashed, it wasn't like not self-inflicted, but it wasn't because of lifestyle choices. Right, right. it wasn't a lifestyle choice when, well, when Old you, Dirty was. Yeah, when Old Dirty died. That was yeah, because of a lifestyle that's choice. Right. When Pac is big, were murdered. Yeah. That huh. wasn't. And that wasn't something that they had control over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was. It's it, we're always losing somebody in this industry, in the music industry, is a shock. But when you lose them because like of this. what we like to call a self-inflicted wound, it hurts even more. And I don't really know what the answer to all of this is, and I don't think there is an answer. I was gonna but say, what is the, the solution? Is, the answer is in the warning. The the answer is right there in front of your face. It's in the warning. Like this happened to him. It can happen to me. It's like, why do we continually want to be the big-time drug dealer when you see the other guys go to jail for 100 Yeah. Years? You know. Because they think they can't get, maybe they think they can't get caught. Maybe they they're, they're like, invincible? okay, I know what not You're to not. do. You're not invincible. Let's talk about um, Trippy Red. Okay. Trippy Red is a, a, a popular rappy, rapper right now. He, it took this death. He's been through Lil Peep dying. He's been through Mac Miller dying. And it took. This death. It Juice took World. Juice World for him to put up a video and say, I'm only smoking weed now. And Trippy Red is one of the main people pushing drug culture right. and drug opioid culture. culture. Yeah. But now it, it's taken. So that's my point. It, it We're hard headed. And I'm a millennial. I'm talking about Gen Xers. Right. These, we're all of us, we're really, really hard headed. It's taking not Mac, not, not Peep, Pete. not. Um, any whoever and there's probably been multitudes of other rappers that I probably don't even know right. that's died from opioids, but it took this for him to be. That's when lean, I, I was like, I will never. But ever here's drink what's that. fucked up though: when it made when Screw died from drinking lean, it almost made drinking lean cooler, because then Pimp was rapping about it, and then and then he died. He dies, so it's like this. And Houston, then the, new, the next generation takes it, and then Yams dies. When are we going to get it? We're ass backwards, bro. God sends signals. When yeah, are you going to get it? We're ass backwards. It just share? doesn't make any My sense. My father used to always say, "Why, if you stand on the corner where they shoot at all the time, don't get mad when you get shot. If you hanging on the corner, if you, if it's the same thing. Yeah, so here's the question. Why, like, why, like, we're, we're aware, we're self-aware of this whole drug culture thing and people ignoring it, but why? Like, what makes... Me different. Why? Why why are people still double cupping? Like, why is it still cool to have? Because they think it's cool. Yellow tussin or 
or activists in a double cup with lean and Jolly Ranchers and Xanax and Sprite, what, and, Sprite what, and extra like what? Sorry, why are we, we still doing it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I lived in wow. Texas. Shout out Texas. But what? My question. It's not funny. First off, why? are we still doing it? Why, now that Juice World is gone, why are there still going to be somebody that's gonna people pop. who still take Somebody popped opioids. two pills because Juice World died. Yeah, I'm going to take two pills because because take this is dedicated to Juice. juice. Somebody going to say, that's it's going to be on the record. Why? Why is that? Because that's my question. I don't think that they can deal with life as it is. I think it's a mental health crisis out here, too. Exactly. I was just going to say. And it I is think an, it's mental. It's mental. It's mental like crazy. Weak-minded. And then I think a lot of people also want to just try to be cool. They just want to be in. There was different ways that people wanted to be in. You got to kind of be strong enough to say no to it. You got to be strong enough to say that's not me. And a lot of people are not strong enough to say that. They want to be down so bad. Hmm. That whatever everybody else is doing, right. this is what I'm doing. You know what's scary? What's super scary? And I hate this, but Zendaya, right? Uh-huh. The Disney star. I mean, walks all these carpets. That's she is she, comes she from. is a a um she basically is a is a pillar She's for a black women and minority women and mixed women who feel like they're often overlooked. Right. And Zendaya is doing a wonderful job. But what eats me alive is she just did a show on HBO called Euphoria, executive produced by Drake. Phenomenal work, beautiful cinematography, excellent acting, but it's about drug culture. And it's like, I, I imagine this Disney star is that my baby drug cousins watch. in a bad light or a good light? To me, it's split 50-50 because when she's high, she looks cool. She looks hip. There's glitter. There's... There's dope clothes that she's wearing. There's this like, there's this, I don't like to say hipster because hipsters kind of played out, but there's this vibe that she gives like, wow, this is what it's like being a teenager in California. And, you know, kids who are in Tennessee or in Memphis or, you know, in Florida, they don't know what it's like to be a teenager in California. But she's living this teenage, rebellious, dope ass life in California doing opioids, doing cocaine, Drink smoking weed like with these cool ass white kids, you know what I mean? So and what's then the you, the what's my what's the point? What's the point? It just breaks what's my heart because again, the gonna, there's this. Uh, she needs to kill over and die. I don't want to. I don't want to give any. I don't want to give any spoilers away. Right. But at the end of the season, there's this and a spoiler alert. There's this plot twist where you don't know if she overdoses or not. It looks like she overdoses, but then some people are saying no, it's art. It's art. This is a reflection of art. And my point is, it hurts my heart knowing that there's this influential woman who gets invited to the Met Gala, who gets awards, who gets People's Choice Awards, who gets Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards, playing this role when you know how influential these kids are. Zendaya is making... Taking opioids look cool. You said Drake is the executive And Drake producer. is the EP, my hero, bro. So it's like, maybe that's how I'm receiving it because I'm a little bit older. Right. You know, I'm 33 and these kids are 10 years yeah, younger than me. But when I watched it, my roommate and I literally sat and watched all the episodes in two days because it was that good. Right. So 
there's an influence when it comes to drug culture that is beyond our control because of these actors and actresses and who these kids been. look up to making it there look always, cool. There always has been. And kids don't know the difference between real life and fake life. If in, Unless your parents are literally embedding in your head, honey, you know this is just the entertainment industry. Yeah. This is not real. Do you know that a good friend of mine is a dean of students at Spelman? Okay. Since reality TV shows have been on television, there have been a spike of over 75% of fights with girls. Hair pulling, water throwing, glass throwing. That almost never happened at Spelman College. Yeah. But since these reality TV shows been on, these girls fight more than they have ever fought before. And it's because of the reality TV influence. You think so? Yes. Absolutely. You throw shade at me, bitch. I'm you think it's because people have cell phones now and they can just capture it on camera? It's because of reality TV. What do they do on reality TV? On they fight. I mean, shows? that's but that's on. That's not fair. That's on Mona Scott for making they, it look but, like but it's, it's okay. To, but it's back to our other point. Yeah. You're making the opioids look like they're okay. You're making the fighting looks like, look like it's okay. You're showing people this glam lifestyle mm-hmm. that they're trying to emulate. And you're not showing them the, the truth. real life. Right. Because real life is boring. People can do that at home. You can go through real life yourself. I want to see something different. Real life is beautiful. I love my real life. But you have to take it. You have to be smart enough and mature enough to take it for what it's worth. That's where you are right now. Can we hope and pray that our children make it to that point? So is that why there is this rap culture of pushing opioids? Because a lot of these kids feel like real life isn't as fun without it. And they feel like that's the cool shit to say. Because what's next? We had the drug dealer that made it cool. Then we had, what, T.I. and early Gucci and Jeezy was still, what? Hot and yams yeah. at my auntie house. Yeah, which was a hit. Right. Well, what's what? What was the next wave? The next wave was I'm hot, and that's right. All the way back from I got five on it. Yeah, that's to, all. To Dre and them smoke weed every day. To Afro man because I got high. Yeah. Because I got high, and so now it's like, oh, y'all was high off of that. This odd thing. Ugh. And it's always been that way. Can it's I ask you a been question? Like we took something where they was doing that. Just the next wave. As a man, like honest opinion, do you think, and I'm going to use him as an example, I'm not saying he's solely responsible for drug and rap culture, but I'm going to say, do you think that when these people overdose on these opioids, do you think musicians like Future feel guilty for what the, the content that they put out? Yeah. Because I think the way he's looking at it is, and we don't want to make anybody think we're blaming Future at all. What he's looking at it is this was what my art. My art shouldn't reflect your life. I didn't want this for you. I didn't I didn't I don't want y'all running around here high off of opioids. That's just a song. How can you say that though? That's just a song. That was the number one like that that song did monumental for Future's career. Yeah, absolutely. It but crossed had, over. But he had other songs too. But that one specifically crossed over to it didn't just stay Mask underground hip hop. Yeah. And that song is 
Oh my God, there's a cartoon that I love right now called Rick and Morty that's super dope that all of these young kids are watching. Even adults are watching it too. An episode that literally came out recently is making is talking about uh, Rick being in a in a dungeon or something encased with another guy who has a fucking uh, Future album on vinyl and then the guys like look at the album closer oh it's signed by Future look at it closer oh it's signed by Future in Molly and Percocet I'm never leaving right so it's like this man is a pillar for drug and rap culture but I love Future you know what I mean but I just have the common sense to know I'm not gonna overdose on Molly and Percocet right you're not gonna do it at all and it's and and that's what we need to change. That okay, listen, you have a choice. And if and, and if uh, Juice World's death means anything to anybody, yeah. it should be a warning sign for you out there. Hold his music up, love his music. I pray. Enjoy it is. his music. Keep his music and his and his talent. He was so talented, super talented. Every time I think of Amy Winehouse, I think oh of the same. Oh my God, which is so twisted because everything I time I think of she Jimmy was Hendrix, so I talented. Think of the same thing. Addiction, Ed. I think it's an addiction. addiction and an addiction problem. I'm scared. But it's been I'm, going on. It's yeah, just like it's not changed. It's not. It's like the drug in hip hop. The drug culture is really huge right now. Just like the hustling culture was really huge back then. Just like we had the Bang Bang Boys when everything was gangster rap, shoot you in the face, fuck bitches. That was hot. So everybody that wanted to come out wanted to talk about what was hot. Mm -hmm. And so it's like everybody that comes out now is talking about what's hot, but the difference is they're doing it. Yeah. They're not just talking about it. They're doing it. They're doing it for real. Before they're even cutting the track. They're doing it right before they get get in the booth. Yep, they're doing it. I'm scared. I'm scared for my 14-year-old cousin back home in Glasgow, Kentucky, because he's love. he posts the most ignorant shit on Instagram. He's in school smoking a jewel pod, just and posts it on Instagram so right. kids can see that he has his jewel pod in school. Right. Those are the people that are heavily influenced and by drug and rap culture. A big part in it. Yeah. Social media plays a huge, huge part. Scary, man. They're showing it off. It's, it's, it's really, really scary. It's really scary because we're going to lose so much talent to this bullshit. The kid was talented. There's no doubt about the fact <coughs> that Juice World was talented. No doubt about it. My ex loved... I, I, there were people that put me on Juice World. I had no idea who he was, and then I started listening to a couple of his tracks, and I was like, this man is really, really entertaining. Yeah. Like, really fun, but you can hear... The scariest part about Juice World and XXX is you can literally hear in the music whatever it is that they're going through. Like you can hear Juice World being high. Like you can hear it. And I followed Juice World and his girlfriend on Instagram for mm-hmm. a long time. And they, I, I hate to admit it, but they were all about drugs. Drugs was their thing. That was like, the Bonnie and Clyde of the drug game. Like, we get lit together, we go to concerts together, I'm going to watch you, then we're going to get off stage, we're going to get high again. So it's like... Sad part This is what we is, see every single day on the internet. Let's hope she doesn't overdose. Sad Poor part girl. about it is, it's the end. That's it. Now, what do you do, For though? Now, what's the solution? What's the... What's, the, the solution is what's to try the, to reach, reach them before it's too late. Save as many as you can save. 
And this too shall pass. I really believe that. This too shall pass. But we got to work harder to save the ones that we can honestly save. And if you're a parent mm-hmm. yes, and you listen to this Talk podcast, to- please teach your children that it's only entertainment. It's not to be taken seriously. It's not a blueprint on how you're supposed to live your life. It's only, only entertainment. And to the up-and-coming artists out there, if you want to be an artist, be an artist. It doesn't mean you have to be a drug addict to be an artist. Those two are not going to mesh well together. They're really not. Did you see or hear Little Mo had an opioid problem? Yeah, and she came out and talked to me. And that's weird. Like, two a week ago. Yeah. She posted that, and she said she's a had, conqueror I now. I had no idea Little Mo had an opioid but you, but you know what's funny? A lot of people who have opioid problems don't even know that they have an opioid problem until it's too late. A lot of people, again, this is prescribed by a doctor. When you can't function without it. It's a problem. It's a but, 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 but let's say you go to, there's a, you go to your doctor and saying, God, I'm, I'm still messed up. I'm still hurt. I'm still in pain. He's going to just write you another prescription. Yeah, gonna and another then you're going to get more opioids. But then you have, they was making so much money off of exactly. it. Exactly. I was going to say that too. That they, lock, they locked up all these doctors in Florida because they was making so much money. They just opening up these little health clinics. You can walk right in and get a script. Yeah. It's twisted, bro. It's it really so twisted, is. but earlier I say medicate on weed. That's uh, what I'm I'm so pro weed, but then again, there's people out there. I hate to say this, I don't believe that weed is a gateway drug. However, I, don't I do, is a gateway. but I do believe that there are higher doses of marijuana that a lot of naive-minded people continuously take over and over again, and then they need something stronger. Right. It's like, okay, so I have this indica. It's not working for me. Now I need a sativa. Ah, like the sativa. It's got me up. It's got me going cool. I need something stronger. Mm, I like the bubble kush. Now I need something stronger. It's like I feel like these kids can't be satisfied with just some regular-ass weed. It's always like I need to be zonked out and knocked out, which, again, I feel like is an addiction. That is an and it's scary. But earlier you made a point talking to parents, saying, parents, please talk to your kids. Be real with them. For people who aren't parents, for people who are mentors, for people who want to be parents one day, and you're listening to this podcast and listening to Ed make these valid points, I genuinely want you to reach out to a young adult, a, a preteen, nephew, a, a teenager, a cousin, a nephew, Somebody. your neighbor. Um, if you're a mentor, if you're in the school system, I know I'm I'm grateful for, you know, my friends and my boyfriend who are in the school system who have to take young black boys aside and say, bro, you got to you gotta work 10 times harder than the average man to just keep up. You already got a problem with the police want to shoot you down. Exactly. So don't be like, just please, like with all your heart, just take effort and pull somebody aside. And, and, and also, I'm a spiritual person too. The Holy Spirit moves you. Do not ignore your Holy Spirit. If That's your Holy right. Spirit is that, telling you, amen. pull that young man aside and talk amen. to him. You go talk to that man. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah, for amen. sure. Amen. And I'll I, I leave y'all with this when I run across a a youngster or somebody and they say, Ed, you've been around, man, a long time, man. You know, Jay-Z just turned 50. How old are you? And I said, I'm 56. 56. Man, you, you old. I'm here. I'm still here. Amen. I'm still here. If you think XXX wanted to be dead, if you think Peep wanted to be dead, if you think Mac wanted to be dead, if you think Juice World wants to be dead right now, 
If you think Bigger Pac wanted to die, you got another thing coming, bro. They did not live to see their full potential. They didn't live to see their grandkids. They didn't live to see what kind of men they could have became because they all died at boys. They didn't get a chance to experience everything that life had to offer to them. Nobody wants to die early. It ain't cool. Nipsey wants to be here to raise his kids. It ain't cool. There's no nothing cool about being on a T-shirt and being remembered by somebody pouring out a little liquor for you. My grandfather used to always say, the old must die, but the young can. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. We got Come On Son coming up, y'all. Bang. That was dope. Come on, son, son. All right, y'all. It's time for me to rant and rave a little bit. Let's get into this. Come on, son. Kanye West, you are a ace in the hole ass troll, bro. You will do anything for a little bit of attention, son. Come on, son. What is this silver rapping spaceman shit you on right now, bro? For real, you make Jesus is king. You make us think you walking with the Lord. Now, what you what you gonna make? I am a Martian too, featuring Lil Wayne. Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that outfit. The outfit is horrible, bro. What are you doing? Like, nobody knows what you on. Like, for real, like, I think you should be a watchman or something. You should be one of them <laughs> fucking aliens, dude, because you bugging. You are bugging out, Kanye, and you have been bugging out. Chill the fuck out, bro. We see you. We see you, Kanye. We love your music. We see you, okay? And what's with them big fucking ugly-ass space oh boots God. you just put out, son? Come on, son. Everything that you do is not genius, bro. We all fail. We all make mistakes, son. Come on, son. You, you, you're being a dick right now. Speaking of dicks, Lil Fizz, you have <laughs> got to be the biggest dick that ever walked the face of the earth, son. Come on, son. How you going to sleep with your bandmate's girl that he got kids with, move in with the bitch, and then the bitch cheat on you? You are a first-class asshole. You fucked up the B2K reunion tour again. Now Marion is going out without you, and without the rest of them niggas, but y'all ain't need Raz B anyway, because that motherfucker <laughs> never did nothing, all right? Let's keep it 100%. He was just the extra nigga in the fucking group in the first place. But you got to be a dick, bro. Come on, son. You don't teach a hoe how to be a housewife. She was a whore when you had her. Omarion left her because she was a whore. Then you took her and made another whore try to make her a housewife, and then she left yo's stupid ass and cheated on you. Now you're crying like a little bitch. Come on, son. You look fucking stupid, Fizz. Dog, you had nothing else going. You had a reality show. That's all. When's the last hit record you made, Fizz? Because you wasn't shit. So you got to ride Omarion's dick to make that tour money, and you're going to fuck it up for some pussy? Some old pussy? Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, to everybody out there that don't want Michael Vick to get his just dues because of what happened to him in his past, come on, son. <laughs> fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> Michael Vick is one of the greatest quarterbacks the NFL had ever seen. He made some mistakes. He paid for his mistakes. Let the man live. Let him live. Come on, son. The fuck out of here, man. Y'all need to leave Michael Vick alone. And speaking of people, man, I just want to say a come on, son, to anybody that got anything to say about, for the first time in history, all black women are running the pageants. It's about fucking time. This is a historical moment in our lives. So we should enjoy it. Can we just live 
and enjoy ourselves. And let me tell you how nasty you little underbelly motherfuckers are. And I know you're doing this shit on purpose. The first time we have a black Miss USA, uh, Teen USA, what's the one that the black girl just won, Krista? You, you, you're not Miss universe, universe. universe. The first time we got all of that black shit going, black the shit. Golden Globes come up, and y'all leave <clears throat> all of the female black directors and all the black directors out of the Golden Gloves. Gloves. I say gloves. Globes. How the fuck you don't give Ava DuVernay a nod for when they see us? <clears throat> y'all just don't want to admit that you was wrong about the Century Park Five, right? Just don't, and speaking of them, come on, son. Raymond Santana, bro. When I sat down and talked to you, wasn't you married, bro? Wasn't he married? Krista, I don't remember, when he came? Ed. I do not remember. He was living with his girl or something, and now you delicious guy. No, no, you didn't. Bro, did Flavor Flav kiss her in the mouth? Yes. I wish you nothing but happiness, Ray. You my man, 50 grand. You from New York, bro, but it just <laughs> seems a little sudden to me, son. That's all I'm saying, son. Come on, son. Give it some time. You It ain't even been a year. Engaged, son? All right. Watch your heart, boy. That's all I'm going to tell you, son. I, I'm happy for you, though, son. I ain't going to come on, son, you for that. Though. But I am going to come on, son, the NFL one more good time before I finish. Stop fucking lying. Y'all stole come on, man, from me. You know you did. You know you did. It's a fact. Come on, son, was here first. Mm -hmm. Then y'all came with come on, man. If you didn't get it from me, why did you not? Why do you spell come on the same way I spell come on? C M A N. If y'all thought your shit was so original, why didn't y'all spell it out? Come on, man. Y'all did the come on the same way I did the come on. Now, I'm not the first person to ever say son. Son's been around for a long time. But come on, son. <laughs> That's my shit, bro. I'm the first one that brought it to video. I'm the first one that brought it to life. That's why every time y'all play that come on man shit, somebody on Twitter goes, y'all stole that shit from Ed Lover. It's all good. It's all good. You're just keeping me in everybody's mind. I'm Ed Lover, and it says, come on, son. And I approve this message. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Come on, son. son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.